Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What up, Montana? Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Hope you're having an outstanding day. A little blustery and cold in western Montana. I heard it's coming down on the other side of the Continental Divide as well. So uh, be safe out there. Wind is blowing. Not very warm outside, but uh, I couldn't help but have a belly laugh this morning when I was shoveling the snow drifts off my sidewalk and looking at my frozen as well as uh, snow-covered windshield. And uh, if you know me, I love the extremes of the weather patterns in Montana. And for all the belly aching and all of the uh, just commonplace small talk that we engage in, this has not been a bad winter. There hasn't been a bad winter around here for several years. If, if you spent 20-plus winters in Montana, you know what an actual bad one is. There's little spurts of it. A couple of years ago, I guess before I moved into the current house I'm living in, so this would have been back in 2018, there was a cold snap in February where it was below zero for a good two weeks. And I remember we had to recalk our windows because uh, it was freezing the inside of our house. It was so cold. But other than that, I mean, it's been pretty calm the last three winters, I would say. So bring it on. 
especially for all you newbies out there. If you're not from around here, I'm not saying you're not welcome, but you're not you're not gonna be able to hang around unless you can handle this. So keep on keeping on. I'm I'm ready. Bring it to me. It's supposed to be even colder tomorrow, and I can't wait for it. Ton to get to today. Not as busy of a weekend in the Big Sky Conference in basketball action. And concerned to the Montana schools, only because the Montana men had the uh, afternoon off and uh, on Saturday, I guess, afternoon slash evening. And the women basically did. <laughs> I shouldn't say that about Portland State, but the Vikings continue to struggle on the uh, women's side. So Lady Grizz got themselves a, what was largely a pleasantry in their victory on Saturday, and Portland State still still winless in Big Sky Conference play. But there was a senior day over in Bozeman, the first of the senior days for the Montana schools in hoops. And uh, Montana State, their men, got a great win on the road at Southern Utah. So we'll give you the rundown of everything that happened around the Big Sky Conference, both in concern of the Montana schools and the rest of the league. A little bit more predictable on Saturday than it was on Thursday. Thursday was probably the single wackiest day in the league so far. We had all sorts of upsets, particularly on the women's side. But Montana losing to Idaho was unexpected. The Bobcats having their 11-game winning streak snapped. Not necessarily totally unexpected at Eastern Washington. Actually, I kind of expected them to win that or lose that game, excuse me. But just to have that as part of the uh, of the headlines, certainly uh, a part of the conversation. And, um, you know, you had Montana State lose to Eastern Washington on the women's side. That was a little interesting. So Eastern swept Montana State Thursday. And uh, the Lady Grizz, they had to gut out a must-have it against Idaho. And now the Lady Grizz are playing Idaho again today. In fact, the Lady Grizz are playing right now. So we're going to get into everything that happened over the weekend, plus the upcoming schedules for the Grizz, the Cats, and the rest of the Big Sky Conference. As we come down the stretch here uh, in Big Sky Conference play, we'll do all that in the Montana Basketball Hour to kick the show off. Also, I had the great pleasure of spending Friday night down at the uh, the hottest gym in America, the Hellgate Knights hosted Missoula Big Sky, and that is a um, it's close quarters there at Hellgate. It's a sweet gym. It's an old school gym, one that uh, is definitely super fun when it fills up because the band is rocking and student sections and all that. But it was Hellgate Big Sky Friday night, and it was gill to gill in there. I mean, it was absolutely to the walls, to the rafters, packed. I was sweating the whole time because it was so hot in there. But what a great game. Uh, an overtime victory for Hellgate. They are now the city champions in boys basketball. They're closing in on the Western AA title. They've been very, very good as of late, particularly since the new year. They've been outstanding. Hellgate's won 10 out of their last 11 games. But Big Sky is a team to be reckoned with as well. Big Sky has a lot of talent, a couple really, really good athletes, and they're going to give some teams some problems. So we'll include some high school commentary and some high school interviews here in the Montana Basketball Hour as well. Our interview subjects for today, for the first hour, we're going to hear from Travis DeCure, courtesy of Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz. Also from Trisha Binford, the head coach of the Montana State women's basketball team, talking about her two seniors, uh, Ashley Van Sickle and Gabby Maki. And uh, that, that I think, is it, it's a conversation within itself of what makes Montana State's women's basketball program so solid. Because a lot of people who are listening to this probably are thinking, well, who are those two young ladies? Because they're both sort of role players. But th- that's when you know you have a solid program, when you could be in, con- in contention for a championship when 
Uh, maybe your seniors aren't your headliners, and you still have this great junior class coming up that will be seniors next year. So we'll talk about all that in hour number one. And then hour number two, we have a couple great uh, film subjects for you. The Big Sky Doc Fest rolls on, and Andrew Houghton, our producer, he caught up with Hannah Taylor. She's the director of a movie, An Accidental Life, all about a disabled climber and uh, their quest um, for, I guess, inner fulfillment. So that should be a really good one. It debuts tomorrow night here at the Big Sky Dock Fest. And then we also have uh, the guys from Hockeyland coming in. Hockeyland, a documentary all about hockey, as you might have guessed. And that one debuted at the Wilma yesterday. So, uh, as always, you can always stream these things, too. You can always find them on the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival website. So, uh, very much looking forward to having um, a, a variety of filmmakers uh, swing by here at, early on in the week. A little PSA for later on in the week. It's the Big Sky Conference Indoor Track and Field Championships in Bozeman on uh, Friday and I guess starts Thursday with the multi-events, but Friday, Saturday, the two full days. So I'll be heading over the pass to broadcast from Bozeman on Friday. So that'll be fun. Uh, if you know me, you know I love track and field. Indoor track and field is one of the great spectacles in live sports, especially from a coverage perspective, too, because you'll have events going on all around you. It's very fun to watch. It's very visually stimulating. But also I love covering these events, especially in a uh, concealed venue like that. Because at the brick, the track, I mean, everybody's in one little area, so you can just sit there in the middle of the track and you can just watch all sorts of different things and get all these different interviews. And so many of the great athletes that participate for Montana and Montana State, and there's actually probably more athletes from Montana in the big sky that aren't at the Montana schools in track and field as well. There's several runners from Montana that participate uh, for Northern Arizona or Southern Utah. So what I'm getting at is there's a ton of Montanans competing so that'll be very fun to be on hand for that as well we'll share as many interviews and uh sights and scenes as we possibly can from the brick there on friday but a busy weekend because i'm gonna have to haul back over here i'm not gonna actually even get to stay till the end of the championship meet because i'm gonna be coming back here for the big sky or excuse me for the uh first rendition of the rivalry game now we have a split rivalry game we got hoops two different times over the weekend with the bobcats and the grizzlies saturday the women will take full stage. So Lady Grizz will host Montana State in a rivalry that MSU has dominated thoroughly in recent years. And then on Sunday, a matinee. I can't even remember a Cat Grizz Sunday. But that's what it will be, 3 p.m. Dahlberg Arena. So busy weekend for us, but very much looking forward to it. If you want to stream the show, listen to the show, any of your mobile devices, Cell phone, tablet, computer. You can always do that by visiting our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live. You can stream the show. Also, you want to get a hold of us, you want to call us or text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. And, of course, all guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. And, of course, we are coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. You can always check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting online at nwmsrocks.com. Let's dive into the Montana basketball hour. Feeling so funny today. I, I thought this this morning. Woke up really early today, 
And uh, that has not been the case. Uh, the last, I don't even know, probably t- two dozen Mondays in a row. And that's only because usually the weekends are so intense during football. You know, you're covering games all day on Saturdays. And then you're trying to wind down. But I also was way more invested from an observation standpoint than ever before uh, in the NFL this year, too, because that's the other reason I'm feeling sort of uh, feeling different today on a Monday than I usually do. Because usually I spend the whole afternoon prepping it up for our main guy, Marty Morningweg. Coach Marty, a 25-plus-year veteran of the National Football League, was kind enough to join us for, I believe, what turned into a 20-episode run of the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. And that was tremendously fun. But as I've said, both with him in the studio and when he's not here, I mean, he's as good as it gets. And, I mean, when you're trying to chop it up with guys like, that coach guys like Brett Favre and Michael Vick and and Steve Young, you got to bring the heat. So usually, I I spend all day watching football on Sundays, and most of you out there say, why why are you even acting like this is anything but the greatest blessing ever? I I feel fully fortunate that this gets to be a part of my job. But, you know... It generally comes from uh, comes with uh, maybe not as many salads and a little more pizza, uh, maybe not as many glasses of water and a few more beers, and uh, you know just not as much sleep over the weekend. So yeah, you know, I spent the whole day yesterday purging my life, throwing away all sorts of stuff, and uh, feel light and reinvigorated, but also feel a little lost because we've been just talking so much football around here, and I'm, I so much look forward to. Usually when I'm rolling here on uh, the Montana football or basketball hour, it's great. It's always fun to kick it with uh, all of our various colleagues and hear from all of our sources. But I'm so much looking forward to having Coach Marty in. So it'll definitely be a a letdown not having him in today. But uh, hopefully he's doing something fun. And he and I are going to catch up next week uh, behind the scenes and uh, make a plan. See what's going on. See what he's got cooking. See what we can get cooking for you. Let's do it. Let's have the Montana basketball hour. It is proudly presented by the advocates. If you have an accident, you probably have a lot of questions. The advocates have all the answers. Call today, 406-640-4444 and get the help you deserve. The advocates also always reminding you that you deserve an advocate. Here is the uh, sort of ins and outs. By the way, it's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Real-time update from Moscow. Lady Grizz rolling right now. They're having an outstanding third quarter. This game, uh, Idaho took the game to the halftime locker room, up one, and Montana's blasting the Vandals in the third quarter here. It's 21-10 Montana with about 80 seconds to go in the third frame. Carmen G. Feller just put um, Montana up 54-42 with a three-pointer. She, G. Filler, has 20 points so far to uh, lead Montana. Abby Anderson, another 12 points. So the uh, the Twin Towers for the Lady Grizz continue to lead the way. Still no Sammy Facken in the lineup. It seems as if they're trying to keep her out as long as possible with that ankle. So she, so she can be healthy for the stretch run. I think that's smart. I actually think that that's a good way to do it. So Lady Girls right now are up. We'll, we'll return to that game. But here's what you need to know about the Montana schools in hoops over the weekend. The men Grizz had the weekend off, and they needed it after coming off that loss to Idaho, which, by the way, maybe it's not as bad of a loss as we thought it was given what the Vandals have done over the last week. Or maybe everybody in the league is just tired. I don't know. We're going to get in that in a minute. 
But no game for the Grizz men. The Lady Grizz Saturday, they breezed past Portland State. They uh, put up a 21-point victory. A lot of minutes for a lot of reserves. A pretty balanced scoring attack. They diced the Portland State zone. 22 assists for the Lady Grizz. Abby Anderson, who's the the center, she had a career-high 8 assists. So that shows you just kind of the way they were moving the ball. And uh, she was finding the honey hole and uh, then just distributing at a high rate. Uh, Sophia Styles actually coming off of her career high, 27 points against Idaho on Thursday. She was 4 of 12, which is a fine shooting split. I mean, you know, adequate. But the rest of the team shot 70%. That's how good the Lady Grizz were uh, efficiency-wise, especially against that zone and especially when they were working out of the high and low post. So better effort for the Lady Grizz against Portland State. They've won two in a row, and now they have a 10-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Against Idaho, three in a row for the Lady Girls would give them 10 league wins and put them back on track to have an inside track, one of those four buys uh, in the first round uh, of the Big Sky Tournament. And then the MSU women, they had a spirited defensive effort, and they were able to cruise past Southern Utah 65-46. They just locked them up and uh, guarded them from, from start to finish. And... um. Sort of a cool ceremony for Ashley Van Sickle and Gabby Maki because for, for all of the, the commentary that we have and all the criticism and critique that we have of, of this new era of college hoops and the transferring relentlessly and the grass is greener on the other side, take advantage of opportunities, it's whatever way you want to look at it. It is what it is, yet you very rarely see players that – have their, uh, have their role diminish as their career plays out or never attain a sort of star role and then still stay. I think it's the single biggest missing piece for almost every program in mid-major basketball, specifically in the Big Sky Conference. Like, imagine if the Grizz men weren't always trying to find their 6th, 7th, and 8th men or, you know, ninth guy in the rotation. New on the on the transfer wire every single offseason. Like, imagine if those guys were just seniors who just accepted their roles of 18 minutes a game. It's what's fully missing, especially in men's basketball. And that's what you had with Ashley Van Sickle and Gabby Maki. Ashley Van Sickle came in as a good recruit out of, out of Colorado. She played pretty good minutes as a freshman, and then she was hurt her sophomore year. And, oh, by the way, Trisha Binford added uh, a young lady that I think is going to play basketball as long as she wants in Darian White. And so then Ashley Van Sickle comes back from an injury, and she's staring at the best player in the league in front of her at the point guard spot. Would have been easy to quit. Would have been easy to transfer. Ashley Van Sickle did neither of those things. And now Montana State has themselves not just the best point guard in the league, the best backup point guard in the league, too. And she happens to be a senior that's played in a ton of games. Gabby Maki broke in the starting lineup as a sophomore, then sort of fell down the bench and was getting almost no playing time. Again, could have quit, could have transferred, could have retired, all that stuff. Instead, she stays, she works her way back into the starting lineup, and now she's a crucial member of MSU as now they sit alone in second place after beating Southern Utah 65-46 to move to 12-4 in league play. So let's start there. We'll start with the ladies first because this was the last of the home games in Bozeman for the MSU women. 
Connor Tweet, who's helping us out at Skyline Sports, he provided this audio. So here's just two thoughts. One on the game, one on the seniors from Montana State's 17th year head women's basketball coach, Trisha Binford, here on the Montana Basketball Hour. Well, you know, we talked about the last three games, losing those fourth quarter leads and just flipping the switch of not, not playing not to lose um, and playing to win. And uh, staying attack with the, the gas, so to speak. I always mess up the saying, so if I need to fix the saying, uh, I just thought they responded well to that. And um, they knew this was an important game. Uh, yeah, uh, yesterday was not fun for anybody, you know. Uh, so I thought we responded in a great way. And th- those are going to be some really important factors heading in. I just want to know what these two seniors have meant for your program. Uh, everything. You know, yeah. every senior leaves a different legacy uh, in a program. And I will tell you the, that both of these have overcome tremendous obstacles and challenges and continue to be selfless teammates. They, um, you know, uh, Ashley had a career of injuries and found a way to overcome those because she's a competitor, she's a fighter, she's resilient. Uh, and she's had a million things on her plate doing it all the time. She did her student teaching last year. She's finished her master's this year. She's uh, been just an amazing captain and leader for, for this team on what it looks like to show up every day uh, and control what you can control. And Gabby is one of those kids that started come off the bench, and she's never changed. She's always been the most selfless kid, the best teammate, um, trying to make her teammates shine. And what an honor it is to let her shine and get a little bit of uh, uh, that praise because she's always been that kid. One of the best, Trisha Benford. She's done doing such a great job there at Montana State. And I know that I sit here and bemoan the state of college athletics quite a bit. And if you're not looking at what some of these issues are, uh, you're putting your head in the sand, honestly. The exploitation of – I should say the exploitation. The, the, the quest for c- constant money is just exhausting. And it's not what especially us here in Montana really want it to be about. What, it's, what we want it to be about is that. We want it to be about Ashley Van Sickle maybe not having her career go like she expected, yet she still got so much out of it. It was, it was too bad because when Connor was doing his postgame interview with her, they were slamming the, the bleachers trying to get the brick ready, the brick green field house ready for this upcoming um, indoor track meet. And so the audio was muddled. But Van Sickle said, hey, I'm I'm enjoying this so much right now because it was never about being a star, or being on the front page of the newspaper for me. All I wanted to do was finish. All I wanted to do was get my degree, become a teacher, and have a fun time playing basketball. And that's what it's supposed to be about. It's not supposed to be this gener- money-generating business. And I know it's naive and silly to think that anything in the world that, that is of this high caliber now can, can operate without money. And I know that it's a essential part of its existence and its maintained maintained existence. Still, though, it shouldn't be what the, the primary and or only goal is. Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. The MSU women, or excuse me, the MSU men, a great victory, which we're going to get to in just a minute. But the, the Montana men had the weekend off, and uh, they definitely needed it. They had not a good showing in Moscow on Thursday. The Grizz lose 82-76. That's their third loss in the last week or so to teams in the bottom part of the standings. I mean, quite literally, when they lost to Idaho State, Idaho State was in last place. ISU's won a couple, actually, now, so Sac State has the uh, unwanted designation of being in last place. But 
The Grizz lost to Northern Arizona, Idaho State, and Idaho in the same week, and none of those teams are even close to the top half of the standings in the Big Sky. So it's soul-searching time for the Grizz. They've lost four out of six. Robbie Beasley had a career-high game against Portland State on Saturday and then didn't play well against Idaho, didn't shoot the ball well. Josh Bannon has shown that he could be dominant sometimes and uh, mercurial at other times. And Brandon Whitney, he got into foul trouble. He held Mikey Dixon, one of the leading scorers in the league from Idaho, to zero points when Idaho was in Mos- or excuse- when Idaho was in Missoula, excuse me. But then in Moscow, Brandon Whitney got in foul trouble. He had a hard time finding flow, and Mikey Dixon gets it. But also, don't look now. Although this is another uh, loss in which you're sort of scratching your head for the Montana men's basketball program. Idaho <laughs> is the hottest team in the league. Montana State's 11-game winning streak ended in Cheney on Thursday, right? Well, Idaho now has the longest win streak in the league. Three games. It's not like a crazy win streak, but three-game winning streak for the Vandals. But it's not just cupcakes. Idaho beat Weber State, Eastern Washington, and Montana in consecutive games. So maybe, just maybe, the Vandals are getting better. Our guy Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, he was kind enough to share... About four questions from his post-game audio with Travis Secure following Thursday. Once again, the Montana men did not play over the weekend. They have a full 10 days off. That's another reason why this win, or excuse me, this lost Idaho was was one that was not welcome for the Grizz because uh, not only do they need to get off the schneid, not only do they need to get some more distance in the standings, Northern Colorado lost that night as well, so the Grizz could have had even an additional chance to move up. And they had a full 10 days between... That contest Thursday and the Cat Grizz game in Bozeman, or excuse me, in Missoula on Sunday. So here's what Travis DeKeer had to say following that loss to Idaho. He definitely agrees. It's soul searching time for the Grizz. Welcome back to Moscow as the Grizzlies fall to Idaho tonight. Well played game back and forth. Idaho had the winning plays late, 82 to 76, the final score. Our time to catch up with Coach Takir now. And Coach, another tough one. Your team had the 10 point lead in the second half. What'd you tell them in the locker room? Kind of your takeaways from this one. Play hard, discipline are two things, right? Play, play harder was on the board. It has been all season. And when, when we're when we're active on both sides of the ball, and we've got pace, and we're, we're aggressive, we're a good basketball team. And when we're not playing hard, you don't have on the floor for loose balls. Not willing to take a charge. Um, we're just we're not going to get stops, and and therefore you give up too many threes, and your opponents at the free throw line all night. So um, that that that's really at the end of the day what what, what beat us uh, on the defensive side of the ball. We just gave up too many points. When you talk about the trends of the game, you trail for the majority of the first half, then you're able to propel in front. So we'll t- start with the good first before we go to the bad. So how were you able to build that double digit lead? We had a productive timeout. Um, we weren't we weren't executing. We weren't playing very hard. I didn't feel like we had mojo. It didn't help. It, we he was sitting on the bench um, defensively, and, and so we, we had to fix some matchups. Um, and, and, and then we got some stops, and we got in transition, which is when we're at our best. And uh, we, we built some momentum. We were good going to the locker room. We had a couple adjustments to make. And the most important thing is to come out of the locker room with some, with some intensity. And I felt like we came out of the locker room the same way we started, and then they just never looked back from there. How much does it hurt to have someone like Brandon Whitney just kind of out of rhythm when he's your defensive heartbeat in a way? and he picks up that third foul and just never really got in rhythm. How much did that maybe throw off again in an uncharacteristic defensive well, It hurts us on both sides of the ball because he never got it going offensively and he's your third leading scorer. So you, you you take, you know, a guy that led you in scoring last year, put him on the bench, and he's your best guy defensively. 
um, it, it just forces you to go to some lineups that maybe you don't necessarily typically go to, at least not for long stretches. Um, yeah, some guys gave us some good minutes. I thought Vasquez did. I don't know that, you know, I thought he was good defensively. There's some, some, some calls that didn't go his way, but I thought that his intent, he was in the right places and he was active. Um, and, and so he gave us some things. It, it, it's just really, at the end of the day, we just didn't have a whole lot of spark. Parker got it going uh, in the first half a little bit, and, and then we just really, our offense affected our defense a little bit. I think just going two, three possessions without a basket, we had a couple turnovers mixed in there. And I know, Coach, how much the inconsistencies just wear on you, the coaching staff, the team in general, but I guess at this point, because you've never been a guy that's really just said, okay, it's all about Boise, how do you try and build that momentum again? Just four games left in the regular season before right. Boise. Still one game at a time, and, and you know, we, we've talked about trying to have some momentum going in, um, but that's about all we've really addressed in terms of Boise. Uh, you know, right now, you, you can play yourself out of a bye if you want, or you can scrap. Four games are going to be hard to win. I don't know that anyone's ever done it. Um, and, and so you, you got a little motivation in that regard of a conversation, so that'll probably be the next one going into next week. Um, I, I don't think our guys have had a hard time getting up you know, for the Southern Utahs, Montana States of the world, uh, you know, our issue is just every day, every night. And, and some of that's immaturity. Some of that is discipline uh, that, that doesn't necessarily have to be attached to age. Finally, Coach, uh, tell us kind of what's next, the schedule ahead for this team. It's kind of the unique. You have the weekend off. Right. You're late. You have seven days off right. to kind of maybe get right. But what's the schedule ahead and the mindset? Trying to keep them fresh. Um, you know, just it, we, we need to be fresh in March, but you got to get to March. And, and so we'll have a couple days off here and then, We'll get back after it on Sunday and, and start prepping for Southern Utah and, and, and Montana State. Pretty straightforward with how they're playing, same way they played last time we played them. So um, not a lot of change. I think we just got to be better. All right, Coach. Thanks for the time as always. Go, Chris. That was head coach Travis DeCure. There you go. Riley Corcoran with Travis DeCure here on the Montana Basketball Hour. We'll give you an update on the Lady Grizz game. A little more commentary on the Montana State victory. And give you some analysis on what went down at the Hellgate Gym on Friday night. The Montana Basketball Hour is presented by the Advocates. If you've been in an accident, you probably have a lot of questions. The Advocates have the answers. If you've been injured and the accident wasn't your fault, the Advocates can help. Call 406-640-4444 today and speak to an attorney at no cost. You deserve an Advocate. Trey Reed from Missoula Big Sky, Connor Dick, and Jeff Hayes from Missoula Hellgate. Plus, what's going down in Moscow between the Lady Grizz and the the Idaho Vandals. All that next on the Montana Basketball Hour here on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here. CSPN Radio. SportsBet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for SportsBet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Montana State men bounced back with a huge road win. The Lady Grizz returned to the win column with a road victory. The MSU women celebrated Senior Day in style, and the Grizz men are all of a sudden in a spiral. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The Bobcat men had their 11-game winning streak snapped in overtime in Cheney, Washington on Thursday. Saturday, MSU fought its way to a 76-71 win over Southern Utah to stay atop the Big Sky standings. Montana State is 13-2 in league play, marking the most Big Sky victories by a team since helping found the conference as a charter member back in 1970. 63. MSU is 21-6 overall, tied for the best start in school history. The Montana Lady Grizz emerged with a crucial win over Idaho Thursday, then made it two in a row by trouncing Portland State 76-55. UM is now 9-6 in league play, while Portland State is 0-14. In the final women's basketball game of the season in Bozeman, Montana State sent seniors Ashley Van Sickle and Gabby Maki out in style with a 65-47 win over Southern Utah. MSU is 12-4 in league play, alone in second place. And finally, the Montana men are searching after taking the weekend off. UM fell 82 76 to Idaho on Thursday, marking Montana's fourth loss in six games, including three against teams in the bottom three of the league standings. The Grizz did not play Saturday and take the court next Thursday to play at Southern Utah. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Intoxicate moving wine to tears and drinking it deep And then evening's been dancing, it's you and me This love will open our world From the dark side we can see the glow of something bright Oh, there's much more than we see here Don't burn the day don't burn the day. Great advice, no matter who you are. I've uh, I've done my own uh, self therapy on this show when it comes to Dave Matthews Band, and I know you guys are probably tired of hearing about it, but love DMB. Try to go see them over at the Gorge and other places whenever I can. Certainly one of the great live acts of the modern era ever. I mean, I don't know. If you've never seen them live, even if you don't like Dave Matthews, and I know there's a lot of people out there that actually hate Dave Matthews' band, go see them live, and then I guarantee you your your mind will be changed. They're unbelievable. Um, that's all to say, though, with the uh, pandemic, as it were, I sort of noticed and realized early on there was not going to be a, a DMB at the Gorge the last couple years, nor that I was going to go. Uh, so I stopped listening to Dave Matthews because I didn't want to feel longingly about my missed memories. <laughs> but guess what? Dave Matthews at the Gorge is coming back in September. And uh, I think I'm going to have to make my way over there. So then that sparked me to have a massive cleaning session at my house yesterday and listen to Before These Crowded Streets from front to back twice. 
So that means you get to listen to it, too. Welcome back. It's the Montana Basketball Hour here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. The Montana Basketball Hour is presented by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, you probably have a lot of questions. The Advocates have all the answers. Call 406-640-4444 today and get the help you deserve. What is going on in Moscow right now? First of all, I was sort of unaware that the Lady Grizz were playing at the current moment uh, until I called my good friend Riley Corcoran and said, hey, what's going on? Uh, do you mind if we use a little bit of your interview with Travis on Thursday? He said, sure, sounds good. Here's the file. And uh, also, I'm right in the middle of the Lady Grizz game. They look pretty good. I was like, oh, the game started early. So I turned it on right when we got in the studio. And my first report here on the show was indicating that the Lady Grizz are winning the third quarter, 21-10. to 10. Carmen G. Fuller just hit a corner three to put the Lady Grizz up 12 points late in the third. Well, that's flipped completely on its head. And uh, Idaho's dominating the fourth quarter. And the Vandals are up 70-67. to 67 with 36 seconds and ticking uh, remaining. <laughs> and uh, I don't really know uh, what's going on. Um, so let's let's start there. Andrew, we'll bring you in now. Andrew Houghton, our producer here at Skyline. You were at the uh, at, at ESPN, excuse me, also works at Skyline Sports. You were there at the game in Missoula Thursday between these two teams. So it's the second time they've seen each other in the span of four days. That dynamic, I think, unless you have a gigantic mismatch, like almost always caters to the team that loses the first one winning the second one, right? <laughs> but it seemed like Lady Grizz kind of had this in control, and now they don't. So I, I know that the Lady Grizz have been sort of up and down. We were talking last week about how much they needed uh, to have the last couple wins, especially with this makeup game looming. So Montana, Kendall Keller hits two free throws. And now Montana up 70 to 69, 34.7 seconds left. But where are we at with the Lady Grizz? Are, are we anywhere with the Lady Grizz, or are we just continuing to ride this roller coaster? Like, I guess what I'm asking is, did the last two wins mean much in terms of them getting back on track, or is this more indicative? Is this game more important to us in our analysis with it being sort of on the road against a, a team they just played a couple days ago? Yeah, it's tough for me to say... Neither of these moved the needle that much for me. Really? Neither, neither the win that I went and saw on Thursday, which was a nice win um, against an Idaho team that's certainly scrappy, and they know that they're fighting for uh, for a bye. I mean, they know that they have to play really well down the end of the season to potentially get one of those buys in the Big Sky Tournament. So that was a nice win, and if they don't pull this one out, I mean, I think that'll be a tough loss, but it doesn't really change my view on them too much. I mean, I think they just they kind of just are what they are, and I think they're pretty solidly in the middle of the conference, but I, I don't think they're one of those teams that's going to scare the top teams as we head potentially towards a conference tournament matchup, and I'm not sure there's much they could do to change my opinion there. They're showing the Lady Grizz bench, and I'm pretty certain that Lisa Tinkle, Jocelyn's mother, is sitting behind the bench, so that's cool. I guess she made the trip out to Moscow. I just saw Lisa. I knew Lisa growing up, so I just saw her just sort of hard to miss. Uh, formerly Lisa McLeod, former Big Sky MVP, former Lady Grizz player, and, of course, the mother of Jocelyn Tinkle, the uh, former Gatorade player of the year from Missoula Big Sky, who played at Stanford for several years. This is fun. Um, tomorrow, so Big Sky High School, where I went here in Missoula, is really trying to re-engage with its alumni and uh, re-engage with its tradition because for, for all of its uh, ups and downs just as an institution, 
Big Sky has phenomenal sports tradition, particularly when it comes to the headliner athletes that have come out of the school. I mean, Larry Kostowiak played in the NBA for 13 years. Jocelyn Tickle was on Team USA once upon a time, played in the Final Four four times during her career at Stanford. I mean, Lindsey Hall was a three-time All-American in track and field um, and certainly could have made a career out of it as an athlete. Wow, huge block by Abby Anderson. Now stoppage of play. Here, it looks like Lady Grizz get a timeout, so it's going to be about three seconds left. Lady Grizz are down 70-69 to 69 here in the fourth quarter in Moscow, but they do have the ball, so we'll keep giving you updates. But this is fun for me. Big Sky is really trying to revamp the, the tradition, and so they've made updated um, Montana Gatorade Player of the Year banners for any of the athletes that won Montana Gatorade Player of the Year. And Ann Lake, a former, uh, now Ann Roush, uh, who's the mother of probably people listening to this show, of T.J. Roush, Trevor Roush, the, the great athletes at Sentinel right now. T.J. Roush now playing for the Grizz football team. But Ann Lake was a phenomenal player at Big Sky, uh, led the Eagles to a state championship, maybe even two, and then was a Big Sky MVP uh, for the Lady Grizz in the early 1990s. Uh, outstanding player, one of the best players in Montana program history as well. She was the first to receive her, uh, ban- her, her new Gatorade Player of the Year banner. But tomorrow night at Big Sky, it's senior night, the Eagles, host, Eagles girls basketball team hosts Flathead, and uh, I get the distinct pleasure of emceeing the event. I'll be able to the one presenting Jocelyn Tinkle with her new banner. So I was very honored. I was very appreciative of them inviting me, and it feels like a cool sort of uh, transition of life moment because I've known Jocelyn since she was a little girl, and now here she is professionally coaching, and I'm professionally talking on the radio, and uh, I get to, to give her her banner. So um, very cool. I don't even know where we were before the Abby Anderson's block got me all derailed. But I, I think I totally agree with you, though. But I guess the question is, and maybe hold the, I'm going to ask you this question, Andrew, and uh, then we'll save it for the next segment because we're, we're kind of up against it here. And we might actually even have to save some of our sound bites from the high school games on Friday for um, the second hour here. But the question then is, if, uh, if the Lady Grizz are solidly in the middle of the league and they're not really that scary to any of the true contenders in the Big Sky Conference, is that okay or not in Brian Holsinger's first year? Is that adequate for where the Lady Grizz should be given the talent that they have on their roster? Think about that for a little while. We'll come back to that in the next segment. And uh, what we're going to do here is we are going to watch this last three seconds in real time before we take another break here on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio. The Montana Basketball Hour presented by the Advocates. Idaho women are up 70 to 69, three seconds to go in Moscow. Sophia Styles inbounds to Abby Anderson, who gets over half court, takes the timeout. Wow. Okay, so I'm so confused. Maybe you can help me out here. They changed the rules in women's basketball so that you can advance the ball. The, the, women's basketball has more similar rules to the NBA than men's basketball in college, which is a whole other segment. Lady Grizz just got burnt on this against Northern Arizona like a week right, ago. Right, totally. They did. You're exactly right. The Lady Grizz had what they thought was a buzzer-beating win that then turned into a buzzer-beating loss because Lori Payne used a timeout with .8 seconds left, and they uh, NAU was able to convert on... Yeah, and, they, and they didn't have to get it across half court. They, so, so why, why? So, okay, so that's what I'm saying. They could have just called a timeout and advanced the ball. They didn't have to just throw the ball inbounds. I'm waste not watching the game. What they inbounded? They inbound the ball to Abby Anderson, who then jump stopped and pivoted and wasted 1.4 seconds before calling a timeout. They basically inbounded it to her to get it over half court. There's no way that they don't know that rule. No way. They, they, we're, maybe we're even, maybe we're missing something. It might have been because they were just coming out of an Idaho timeout. 
Like, uh, Idaho missed a shot. I, for whatever reason, I think they were coming out of a timeout. So I think that they did have to advance the ball over half court rather than the timeout. We're going to find out about this because the, you can criticize any and all coaches, whatever you want. I mean, that's p- part of the gig is you're going to get criticized. There's just no world in which Brian Holsinger and Nate Harris <laughs> don't know this right. rule for the Lady Grizz. So we're coming out of a timeout. There's going to be 1.6 seconds left. They're going to be inbounding the ball. The Lady Grizz are. Uh, the, re- the ramifications of this game, though, if the Grizz can win, then that will be their 10th league victory and will put them right back in the mix as one of those top four seeds. And if Idaho wins, um, I think they'll get to, I think that'll be their sixth league win. And so they, they'd be steadily kind of climbing up after having a really, really tough start to the season, which was sort of. Um, Unexpected, given the t- talent they got back. Breaking news from the college basketball world. Juwan Howard suspended five games for his altercation following the Wisconsin game on uh, Saturday. I have a very unpopular opinion about this. Uh, I, I, do, I think it's classless for anybody to be throwing hands in a public area like that. But... I also think Juwan Howard's taking way too much heat for this. Michigan's head men's basketball coach. If you didn't see it, post-game after Michigan got drilled by Wisconsin in Madison, a little scuffle. I don't even know who the coach of Wisconsin is anymore because it's... it's uh, Greg Gard is the head coach there. Right. But he didn't... That's not... He took a swing at one of the assistants. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, okay. So, again, I'm not trying to justify bad behavior or whatever. It's... It, you can't put your hands on a man like that and not I, I don't know, man. I, I got I got a lot of sympathy right now for Jawan Howard because sometimes depending on who you are, where you came from, how you were raised, if somebody checks you, you go into a different mode. You're not making conscious decisions. And that's exactly what I saw Juwan Howard. I mean, the guy kind of got him underneath the ribs and and was getting in his face and then, you know, then it escalates and at that point you have to walk away. But I, I don't really, uh, I don't really criticize Juwan Howard for for getting a little mad there. It didn't. It, I don't know. It was. It, it, it's not a good look for anybody involved. But I think he's taking a little too much heat for this. Here's my issue with it: when you walk back to the beginning of this incident, sure, it happened because Juwan Howard was pressing Wisconsin's backups down 15 Got in the it. last minute of the game. Sure, that's why Wisconsin called a timeout because he left his starters in the press yeah. in a game that he had already lost. Yeah. Okay. Well, and and that's why Wisconsin called a timeout because the walk-ons couldn't get the ball across half court. He calls timeout to put in a press break, probably put the starting point guard back in. That's what Jawan Howard got mad about. Wow. So inbounds to Abby Anderson, give a go to Sophia Styles. Styles shoots a corner three. It careens off the rim. Idaho wins, seventy sixty nine. Truly amazing that the Lady Grizz have had games come down to a potential Sophia Styles buzzer beater three times in the last two weeks. And she's hit two of them, but they've she's only won one of them. They've only won yeah. one? Like, how? How's that even possible? Um, but that's a good win for Idaho, and uh, the Lady Grizz continue to search. Um, and not a good win, not a good loss for the Lady Grizz, especially because I'm just looking at the box score right here. 20 points for Carmen G. Feller. She made four of six threes. 16 points for Abby Anderson on eight shots. 14 points for Sophia Styles on six of ten shooting. Your best players showed up in this game. For sure. Well, and, and more than anything, though, you were up by 12 points with a minute to go in the third quarter. Right. And you lost control of the thing. 
So, um, you know, honestly, th- this is how the, the actual way a game plays out influences the way you think about said game, right? If you were to tell me that the Lady Grizz went on the road and lost to Idaho after beating that same Idaho team four days ago, I would have said, yeah, that's right. That's what happens, it, you know, especially against teams that aren't that far apart in talent disparity. But when you're up on the road by double figures and then you let it slip away, definitely something you got to look at. Montana Basketball Hour here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Presented proudly by the Advocates. The Advocates can help, can help you if you've been injured in an automobile accident, a motorcycle accident, or even as a pedestrian. For additional info on other types of cases that the Advocates can handle, visit the website, montanaadvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront or out-of-pocket expenses. Visit online or call 406-640-4444. We'll take a look at the Big Sky standings and uh, talk some high school hoops next year on the Montana Basketball Hour. Keep it right here. You want us now, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit montanaadvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today. Or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. It's new one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. So much of what Bill Simmons has his hands on. And I got to tell you, this new Music Box docuseries on HBO that Bill Simmons, who's formerly the sports guy, formerly the head of Grantland, and now the head of The Ringer, also the mind behind 30 for 30, he's the executive producer of this thing. It's just a seven-part series about various people in the music industry. And uh, when I, if I was just to say it broadly, you'd be like, well, that's so random. A, a documentary about Kenny G? A documentary about DMX? A documentary about Juice World, a documentary about Saturday Night Fever. Well, I watched one last night called Jagged. It's all about a Lance Moore set and the phenomenon that was the album Jagged Little Pill. And I remember, I'm old enough to remember when that album came out in 1996. It took the world by storm. I believe it was the most rapidly selling album over its first year in the history of music. They estimated that at one point in time, around 96, 97, one in 10 Americans had that album. That's crazy to think about. That's all to say, though, I know I had no idea of the backstory. I had no idea that Lance Morissette was only 19 years old when that album came out. I had no idea she had also been a professional musician cutting albums for almost 10 years at that point. She was like a teeny bopper, like Paula Abdul-Light 
for like the first portion of her music career and then became the angsty face of, of woman rockers in America. Unbelievable. What a story. I can't wait to finish it. Incredibly enlightening and very fun to consume. So check out that series, HBO Music Box, as well as check out Jagged, all about Alanis Morissette and uh, the iconic album, Jagged Little Pill. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Marching on through the Montana Basketball Hour. Real-time update, Lady Grizz lose in Moscow 70-69. to They were up 12 points late in the third quarter and let it all slip away, and they fall to an Idaho Vandal team that now has six league victories. And Montana sits at 9-7 and seven in league play. So the up-and-down roller coaster for the Lady Grizz continues, and they're going to have to stop the bleeding here soon if they want to have any semblance of an opportunity to earn a top-four seed at the Big Sky Tournament. The other results from the weekend, the Montana State men got back on track, and they have now won 17 out of their last 19. They had their 11-game winning streak snapped on Thursday against Eastern Washington, but they beat Southern Utah 76-71. to We will hear from Danny Sprinkle to lead the show tomorrow, so look forward to that. And uh, the Montana men, they were off Saturday. They're coming off a loss to Idaho. So both the Lady Grizz and Men Grizz lose in Moscow between last Thursday and today. And the MSU women, they had their senior day, their final home game, and they drilled Southern Utah, beat the Thunderbirds 65-46. So there's your look around college hoops. In terms of the standings uh, on the men's and women's sides in the Big Sky Conference, the Idaho State women continue to lead the way on the women's side. They have 13 league wins which is one more than Montana State, who sits at 12-4 and four in league play. Southern Utah, 11-5 in league. Montana now 9-7, so they fall behind Northern Arizona. NAU's 9-6. Sac State, who we proclaimed as the top, or the hottest excuse me, team in the league last week on Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, which, by the way, will make its return on Thursday. Crystal Redpath will be back in studio this week around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, presented by Man Mortgage. But Sac State had won 9 out of 10, but then they fall twice. They lose a head-scratcher to Weber State Thursday, and then you expect a loss to Idaho State, the, the league leader and defending champs. And then Northern Colorado sits there at 7-9. and nine. Idaho now moves to 7-8, and eight, so I guess they actually jump ahead of uh, UNC in the standings. Eastern Washington's at 5-11, and 11, Weber State 5-12, and 12, and Portland State is defeated. 0-14 in league play. The Lady Grizz game, the first Monday game of the week to go final. Two more tonight, though. Northern Arizona and Southern Utah play in the battle for Grand Canyon Trophy, and Montana State also uh, plays a makeup game at Portland State. So the Bobcats will look to carry some momentum from Saturday, and Portland State still in search of their first league victory. On the men's side, the Monday slate tonight Includes actually oh, just two games. Idaho State's at Northern Colorado, 6 p.m., Southern Utah at Northern Arizona. So two men's games. They'll have influences on the standings. And with their win over Southern Utah, worth mentioning this, Montana State now is 13-3 and in conference play. That is the most wins in the Big Sky 
of the Big Sky era for Montana State. A founding member of the league, a charter member of the league. 13 victories, the most Big Sky wins the Bobcats have ever had in a single season. And they sit alone in first place. Weaver State is 12-5. and five. They sit alone in second. Southern Utah and Northern Colorado are tied for third at 10-5. and five. Montana alone in fifth at 10-6. and six. Eastern sits at 8-8 eight and eight after losing a, a head scratcher to Idaho. But maybe we should stop saying that's not head scratching because Idaho beat Weber, Montana, and Eastern Washington the same week. So maybe Idaho is a team that's uh, rapidly improving. Maybe they're a team to watch out for when it comes to the Big Sky Tournament in, in March in Boise. We'll see. Portland State. Is alone in seventh at seven and nine. Then you got NAU, Idaho, Idaho State, and Sacramento State. So there you go. Let's look around the Big Sky Conference. We're going to talk Big Skies and Hellgate hoops at the top of the hour. We're also going to hear from Hannah Taylor. She's the director of a great documentary that debuts tomorrow at the Wilma, An Accidental Life is what it's called. Andrew Houghton sat down with Hannah earlier today. And then we have some folks from Hockeyland, another sports doc, that debuted over the weekend during the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. They'll be in the studio about 5.30, so look forward to that. This has been the Montana Basketball Hour, presented by The Advocates. There's no out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. Pass the stress of your accident off to The Advocates so you can focus on getting better. MontanaAdvocates.com or call 406-640-4444 today. And remember... You deserve an advocate. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. High school hoops, Olympic recap, and a couple Big Sky Conference, excuse me, a couple Big Sky Documentary Film Festival interviews. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio, it's Nuanas Now. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sports Bet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sports Bet Montana location or by using the Sports Bet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sports Bet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 billion. Sports Bet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sports Bet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get com- Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia when you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore. You can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.